Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud. Osin ma'akel gag uli marpesas. It is mutter to go ahead and build a ma'akel, a railing, for a roof or for a balcony. We know that the Torah writes, Osamen al-dam that a person has to make sure that their property, that their area is under proper uh, supervision from a safety and security standpoint. And therefore, any uh, roof or balcony or other high place that people could potentially fall from requires a ma'akeh. This is uh, permitted to be constructed uh, during Cholamoid because it involves danger in terms of uh, allowing it to go unprotected. Ma'asehedyot. So it can be done in an unskilled manner, in the way an amateur would make one. Uh, in other words, you essentially do it in a temporary fashion. And then after Yom Tov, you'll go ahead and, and make a more permanent ma'akeh. But lo uman, but not in a professional manner. Again, since the malacha could be minimized on Cholamoid, we choose to minimize it. Shafin es it is permitted to go ahead and replaster cracks in a roof on Cholamoid because we don't want rain to seep in and that to cause damage and loss. Uma'agilin osan bima'agila biyad uviregel. And it's mutter to go ahead and roll them uh, both with a roller of a hand and a roller of a foot. Uh, and this was done to smooth out the clay on top of the roofs uh, so that the repair is completed in a normal, professional way. Uh, but you cannot do it with a trowel, which is essentially like a finisher. Uh, so that can't be done. Hatsir, a hinge of a door, vahatsinor, or a socket, where a hinge is inserted, vahkora, or a beam. Um, all of these types of things, vahamenul, vahmafteach, shenishbru, or a lock, or a key that broke, all of these things, mitaknim bamoid, these may be repaired on cholamoid, and the reason is because these are things that ensure protection, not from people getting hurt, but from thieves being able to enter your home. Uh, and as long as there's one qualification that you did not plan uh, to leave this for Cholamoid. In other words, if you knew about these issues before the Moed, one is not permitted to say, oh, I'll have it taken care of on Cholamoid. And all of foods that are pickled in vinegar and salt, like fish and various vegetables, that can be eaten during the Moed, uh, can be pickled during Cholamoid itself. Perg Beis begins with a Mishnah that discusses the parameters of Dovra Ovid, of what's considered a a a great loss. Misha Hafach Zesov. So let's say somebody has grown olives for the purpose of extracting oil from them. So this was a process, and the way the process began was the olives were put in a vat, and they were put there to soften. And after a certain amount of time, they were turned over in the vat in order to complete the softening process. And uh, once the softening has occurred, there's only a short window of time uh, when they have to be pressed. If you don't press them within that short window of time, then you will end up losing uh, the olives, and that will be a great loss. So Misha somebody went ahead and turned over his olives, the Ero Evel, and then became a mourner. They went into Avelos or Onas, or some sort of um, accident beyond their control occurred, um, and the Gemara expands this even to not realizing that this was halakhically problematic, Oshi Tihuhu Poalim, or his workers uh, misled them, that he they said that they would be there before Yantif to take them out and to deal with them, and they didn't. Toen Kora Rishona, 
so they, he may do some of the pressing. So the question is, how much of the pressing may he do? So the Tanakama writes, Torin Koru Rishoni, you're allowed to press the first beam. In other words, you put a heavy beam on top of the olives during Cholomoid, and that causes the oil to begin to flow. And that's the first step. Um, then the beam is lifted, and uh, the se- and really uh, put the second time on the olives. That second placement of the beam, according to the Tanakama, is usur because it's not required to ensure that the olives don't spoil. As soon as the olives have been pressed once, one doesn't have to worry about the spoilage anymore. I apologize, not Tanakama. These are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. That again, you could do enough to ensure that it doesn't spoil completely. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, no, that you're allowed to zolef, to pour the olives into the press, vigomer, and to complete the process, vigof, and to then seal the barrels to make sure that no insects or reptiles or any, any type of spillage occurs with the oil. Kedarko, all of this could be done in its normal way. And the reason is because once we were matir, malacha, for the purpose of davar ha'avein, so then there's no, uh, there are no restrictions and it can be done to its complete totality.